You must tell me all your secrets. Remember, we must share everything together. Malamud and you're listening to a bonus episode of Girls, Guts, and Giallo and I'm broadcasting from my kitchen with my beautiful friend Sarah. Hi Sarah. Hi. And Sarah is getting her nails done by our roommate Adam. Hi Adam. Hi. And we would not be alive without Adam. We would be dead without Adam. Mm -hmm. And it's my birthday sort of. It was my birthday a few days ago. What is time? And I'm 30. So I thought for this month's bonus episode on the Patreon, it would be uh, very fun, albeit egotistical, to do a birthday special. Whatever. It's all about you. Yeah. I mean, I feel a little weird celebrating myself in this way, but I can't feel too weird about it because I'm doing it anyway. No, it's perfect. So Sarah and I are going to have a really... Freeform conversation <laughs> about some of my femme for femme sexuality roots as a 30 year old femme dyke. But before that, I asked some of my longtime friends to send me voice messages about a movie that reminds them of me. So uh, I'm going to play all of that for you guys. For those of you tuning in for free, you freeloaders, you can you can hear that. And if you hang just, out, yeah, hang out, listen to those messages. You don't get anything else but the messages. <laughs> and if you want to hear this femme for femme discussion, which is sure to be very juicy and titillating since neither of us have had sex in a while. Oh, God. <laughs> then, <laughs> then, you know, go to patreon.com slash girlsgutsjallo and sign up and you get all that sweet, sweet bonus content. comes to mind when I think of Annie as natural-born killers. Juliette Lewis is a young, beautiful, vengeful woman who turns her trauma into sadistic action, while Woody Harrelson is a ride-or-die, just like Annie is to her friends. And together, the two wreak havoc to the coolest and most chaotic soundtrack, with everyone from Diamond Galas to Nine Inch Nails on it, and it is oh-so-cool. Altogether, the film is groundbreaking 
and a force to be reckoned with, just like our beloved friend, Danny. You seem uncomfortable. Does that make you nervous, Corky? Hi, Annie. Happy birthday. It's Sue. My brain is terrible at being a reference, but the first movie that comes to mind and reminds me of you is Bound, specifically Jennifer Tilly in Bound. She's clever, smart, ambitious, and so sexy. The film noir and queerness make me think of your killer aesthetic, plus hot women being tied up. (laughs) I think you can do whatever you put your mind to, and I hope this year is super abundant. Love you, Annie. Laser. Your mom and I sense that there's some other stuff going on in your life. We just want to be let in. What do you mean? Are you having a relationship with someone? You can tell us, honey. We would understand and support you. Look, I only met him once. What do you mean, once? Did he find you online? Wait. What? Wait, wait, who did you meet once? Paul. Paul? Who's Paul? I met him with Joni. Why was Joni there? She set it up. Forget the setup. Who's Paul? Our sperm donor. Did you guys think I was gay? No. No way. Well, of course not. Hi, Annie, and happy birthday. I wanted to say that a movie that reminds me of Annie is The Kids Are All Right. Uh, Me and Annie watched this when we were... She was in L.A., and we were just, I think, having, like, a day where we were just doing nothing but, like, watching movies, and we kind of went down a rabbit hole of, like, this one director. Oh, because we watched High Art, and we were like, wow, that movie, I had it on VHS, and I was like, holy shit, that movie is so sad, and then we watched... um, Uh, The Kids Are Alright because it was created by the same person and it was so funny (laughs) and me and Annie were cracking up at this one part where Mark Ruffalo is like uh, trying to get back with Julianne Moore basically. Spoiler for anybody who has not seen this movie. Uh, And he's in the window and you would think that maybe it would be this... He's in the window of their house, and you would think that maybe it would be this moment where it's going to make him sad, but the whole family is like, what the fuck are you doing? Get out of here, you creepy-ass fucking man. And uh, it just reminds me so much of Annie and Annie's personality because we were just cracking up at uh, how these dykes just, like, completely rejected this idiotic man. And... um It was amazing, and I miss Annie, and I love Annie, and I wish that we could hang out. Um, Yeah, happy birthday. But we always share your bed when we have slumber parties. Although Jennifer's body reminds me of you, this is a story about the experience of watching Jennifer's body with you for the first time in theaters. You generously took all of your straight friends to see this movie and we were being obnoxious just providing our own commentary we get to the scene where jennifer and needy start making out and all of a sudden you turn to me and like whisper yell i'm trying to concentrate it's classic you make me laugh i love you forever for a million reasons happy birthday okay one more You get this right, 
I'll let you go. If you get it wrong, you are fucked. Okay, who's my favorite movie star? I don't know. M Marilyn Monroe. Hmm. No, Betty Davis. Sorry, you lose. <laughs> ah! Off the bat, um, Annie, the movie that makes me think of you every time is actually Half a Thousand Corpses by Rob Zombie because I saw it for the first time with you when we were like 13 or 14. I think it was also your first time seeing it as well, if I'm not mistaken. It was at one of our sleepovers. And I remember we had like a pullout sofa bed thing that we were sleeping on in the living room in front of the TV. And it was late at night and we were watching it and we were having so much fun. But towards the end, at least I got sleepy. I think you might have too. And we were kind of like, I was kind of nodding in and out of consciousness after the run rabbit run sequence where things start to get really psychedelic and trippy and off the rails. And so I remember being like, what the fuck is happening? Like, did we dream this? Like, this is getting so weird. We were both like, I mean, for me, I'd never seen anything like that before in a movie. And those 70s vibes, the, you know, Rob Zombie's like reference points ended up being what you are exploring a lot in your podcast series. So that doubly makes me think of you like to this day. And I feel like that was just one of those like, one of those like moments of exploring horror movies in the genre, like I had never seen anything like that before. You had never seen anything like that before either, I don't think, or at least not as much as you have now. And uh, that always makes me think of you. Happy birthday, Annie. I love you so much. I am so proud of you and your podcast. And I hope you're having an amazing tourist season, an amazing birthday. And also welcome to Cali. <laughs> Show me your eyes. So a movie that reminds me of Annie is Daughters of Darkness because she's a lesbian vampire icon. And I just see her never aging and always being surrounded by beautiful <laughs> femmes that she lures into her very glamorous, like, <laughs> home and just feeding off of them. <laughs> I definitely feel like that's Annie. I had not seen Daughters of Darkness until... You did a Girls Got the Jalo episode on it. And it was fantastic. Um, it was the perfect vibe for the moment I was in. And it was enthralling as much as it uh, intended to be enthralling. Um, Delphine Sedig was everything. And now, I definitely, I definitely associate that movie with you. But also, whenever I see Delphine say rig in anything, whenever, like, even if I just hear, like, the whisper of her voice, I instantly think of you. We can't do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why not? <laughs> I will probably think of you every time I watch Secretary for the rest of my life and think about us sitting on my couch, both really enjoying watching the movie and talking shit throughout the entire time. 
And I'm like so glad that we did a podcast episode because then I get to listen back to two of my favorite things, which is one, listening to you being really smart. And then two, being able to enjoy the two of us being horny, leather dyke perverts and enjoying weird stuff. (laughs) I love you. I miss you. Happy birthday. Nobody around here really appreciates my taste in weird stuff. Hi, this is Laura. Um, A film that reminds me of Annie is Halloween Town. And it's because whenever I'm with Annie, it feels as though it's Halloween, which is one of the highest compliments I think someone can receive. There's always this feeling of dark humor and this feeling of adventure and spookiness in the way that you feel excited about Halloween when you're a kid. Even though now you know the true horrors of the world, or all of us do, there's this beauty in the way that Annie is in the world that brings you back in some way to the innocent Halloween town that we loved as children, despite all that's wrong. Um, there's a feeling that anything's possible and anything that can be imagined and anything can be around the corner, but... There's also this safety with Annie that even if it's scary, it's probably just your dentist with a weird mask on. So yes, the movie that reminds me of Annie is Halloween Town. And I'd like to wish Annie the happiest of birthdays and a wonderful and beautiful uh, escape and adventure um, in whatever she chooses to do that day. I don't know if it's because we've watched so many movies together, I can no longer count, or I'm just terrible at making a choice, but Annie reminds me of 80s horror personified. There's something undoubtedly timeless about her, but also this particular edge that's undeniable. When I think of Annie, I think of a warm nostalgia for the past. Annie is that classic type of person. Always reliable, always a good time, never disappoints. Why are you doing this to us? Because you were home. Hey, I don't know if I'm too late for this, but um, the movies that remind me the most of Annie, um, I'm going to do a twofer. They are um, The Strangers and The Happening because when we dated 12 years ago, fuck yeah, 12 years ago, um, we saw The Strangers and these like junior high school students were sitting behind us and they were talking the whole time and... um, (laughs) near the end of the movie I said to one of them do you want to go wait outside maybe 
and like I go back and forth on whether that really sounds like I was threatening him like you know I'm gonna meet you out back um but either way him and his friends didn't talk anymore and I probably just uh ruined film going entirely for them and then the other one is the happening um because we talked through that entire movie and it was all based around um one there being this fucking ring that was like a plot point but we just said that it was a mood ring and every time a character like handed it to another character or talked about it they were like this is a mood ring and right now it says you want it bad um which was just hilarious to no end um even when it was given to a child and then the other thing that we would say is it's happening or um no that's pretty much it uh yeah so annie's the best um 30 years of solid gold um and uh that's why we all love her so what movies remind me of annie so at first I thought of Pet Cemetery because our episode of Girls, Guts, and Giallo. And then I thought of Showgirls because of all the times I got stoned and watched in college. And then I thought of Interview with a Vampire because Annie introduced me to that phenomenon. And, you know, honestly, I realized that anytime I see a movie that's interesting or challenges me or is honestly just really fucking funny, I think of Annie. Because Annie has one of the most unique perspectives on media that I've ever experienced. And that is one of the many reasons why I love her. Happy birthday, Annie! Peter, your, your strange ideas from last night, they really got to me. This is Lizito wishing Annie a happy birthday! Um, this was a uh, fun question because um, the obvious choice is the brood because we just recorded that podcast um and i feel like that movie will be forever burned into my soul um as annie but um i was thinking i actually have a different um answer to this question that is like when i thought about it a little more so here is my two-part answer to the question, what movie reminds me of Annie? Um, and it goes back to in graduate school when um, we had a class with Amy Taubin. And this was um, when we first met. And we were, like, sort of becoming friends. Um, but, like, you know, like, didn't really know each other that well. And we both are just, like, such strong personalities. I think it, like kind of was like taking a little while for us to like break the ice with each other um and I think our first assignment was um to watch the movie computer chess and Annie turned to me and she's like oh that's a good movie you're gonna fucking love that movie um and then I went home and I think I watched it more because Annie told me to rather than Amy um, and I did fucking love that movie. And then I like knew that me and Annie were kind of like on the right taste level. Um, and then a second part to that question is in the same class, like after the ice was broken, me and Annie were becoming friends. Um, uh, 
there was an assignment um, to watch uh, a movie called um, Little Deaths. And um, it was kind of like a series of these like personal uh, stories of of women talking about um, their orgasms or their little deaths. Um, and um, there's sort of like these like a very like long series of like personal interviews. And I think about like halfway through Annie and I broke into show tune and started singing little deaths, little deaths. Um, and so <laughs> that movie now forever is a show tune and um, has been completely changed. So that is my really long-winded answer. I hope you can use some of that, Annie. Um, of course, um, I love you and I love uh, the way that you've gotten me excited about film over the years. And I think your podcast is the best thing to ever happen to anyone. And I wish you a very happy birthday. Bye. The soil of a man's heart is Tony Lewis. A movie that will always remind me of Annie, my childhood best friend is Pet Cemetery. I remember it's probably the last time I watched it in its entirety was when we were in middle school and we were watching it and the kid is about to get hit by a truck and we just held each other and screamed in a way that I have never done with anyone else while watching a movie and don't think I could do with anyone else but Annie. Um, I love you for introducing me and encouraging me to watch some of the most fucked up horror movies as a kid that just terrified me and are sort of nostalgic now in my adult life when I look back on some of these hellraisers and people under the stairs. Um, I always think of Annie. I love you. Happy birthday. I am so glad you were born. Love, Emma. In all your wanderings... Have you seen others like me? Have you seen even one? Okay, so for my choice of what movie reminds me of Annie, I'm going to go with a strange choice. Um, I'm going to go with the 1982 animated classic, The Last Unicorn, <laughs> from left field. Um, it's the first movie I ever remember loving. I guess that definitely ages me, but whatevs. Um, it's just sort of burned in my memory as the first movie I can really remember loving. And there's something about the spirit of that that really reminds me of Annie and her personality. I think that beyond this sort of um, joy that you have surrounding like films and movies, I think that exists within your personality and there's, it's one of the things um, I think I really enjoy most about your personality. Um, there's like a childlike joy there. Um, that's just really refreshing beneath your boss exterior. I think um, underneath that you're um, a really genuinely sweet and loving person. 
And I really appreciate that um, in our friendship. I don't know, the scene that's really burned into my memory is when the, the unicorn like goes <laughs> into the into the wave of other unicorns at the end of the movie. And <clears throat> I know that you've recently gone through a lot of changes and man, why are you making me get all emotional? <clears throat> I know you've recently gone, gone through a lot of changes and I see you like making this move and in that similar way. And that's it. Happy birthday, Annie. Could you give us some of your political beliefs? Kill everyone now. Condone first degree murder. Advocate cannibalism. Eat shit. Filth are my politics. Filth is my life. Hey, my Annie. Hi, girl. Happy birthday. I love you so much. I hope you're having the best day because you really deserve it. And, um, yeah, it was really hard to, you know, just talk about one movie that reminds me of you. But since at the time I'm recording this, it's John Waters' birthday. I got to go with Pink Flamingos, um, not just because we discussed it on your podcast, but because it's iconic and disgusting. And I feel like so are you. And so I just hope you're having the most wonderfully exquisite day that you're getting spoiled, that people are really showing you how much they love you. Um, and I can't wait to see you when this is all over. Well, I never. Yeah, and you never will with them soup cans on your head. Listen, young lady, I don't know who you are or where you came from, but you most certainly don't fit in this town. Why, you don't even fit in that dress. Listen, sister, if I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. Happy birthday, Mommy. It's your baby slut, Jinx Lier. The very idea of movies makes me think of you, but one that's almost inseparable from my adoration of you and your glorious rack is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, because she is a campy, glam goth, big titty, kinky horror hostess. She never puts up with men's bullshit. She's literally magical and a nympho outsider freak whose humor and horniness leads people to see beyond their own insular perspectives. And obviously, I identify with every person in the film who has a huge boner for Elvira and therefore does service tasks in her honor. I love you. Sweet.